takes his pants off someone has a scary experience <laughs> i've been the devil's hole and all i got is a scream that i gotta put on my balls oi let me out it's f***ing dark in here <laughs> what the hell is that <laughs> how terrible is that i'm kind of haunted haunt the meat locker, locker. <laughs> that sounds like a really funny haunted house to create <laughs> If you are looking for a dead serious podcast with dry, humorless people, I'm afraid you are in the wrong place. This is Midnight Hollow, and we will dive into some weird, creepy, and downright strange stories with a twist of humor, bad puns, and a whole lot of laughs. So sit back and enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Midnight Hollow, episode 5 of season 2. In this Halloween-inspired episode, we will talk about the old Summit Street Mansion, scary experiences in Allegheny Woods with your pants on, (laughs) <laughs> witnessing events local uh, bleh, oh, I'm already screwing up witnessing events leading up to a history changing murder and locals that are weighing in on lore and legends around western New York we will wrap up the episode with a two pack of quick fire questions a few creepy and gross stories thanks Lisa and of course with a story that could only be from what state Florida actually we're going to switch that around that's not going to be the ending story do you just want to re-record all <laughs> I find it amusing that you Yeah, it's, if anyone knows you the podcast, it. they know that that's, that's what I do. You literally just announced it. No. So. Also, I find it funny you think I have my pants on. No. Oh, oh. Can Plot we call twist. it Halloween? Oh, oh. Halloweeny. Halloweeny. Halloween. No, like. Hollow. Halloween. Halloweeny midnight. Oh, never mind. Screw that up too. Wieners. So, really quick, I apologize for how long we were away? Six months? Seven months? Eight months? I forget the last time we. Three. What is time really? Yeah. Is time's a construct? Yeah, it's only it's only humans that put put things to time, and everything else that dies. But I had to get some uh, shit straight in my life. All right, I I already swore. Uh, Some crap straight in my life, and uh, finally I kind of got everything on the straight and narrow, and everyone is is was ready. What are you it's saying? not like I was ready to rap. <laughs> Everyone was ready and raring to go to start this back up again, and I figured the best way to do it is let's do a Halloween episode. So you will get it the week of Halloween. Well, actually, you'll be listening to it now. Not, I'm screwing it all up. This is fantastic. I, I really did pick up where I left off. A few changes here. We, I am going to just become the MC. I'm not going to really be adding original content. I'm going to let my podcasters here, my associates, uh, kind of dig deep and figure out what they want to talk about. I thought I was a friend. You are. You, you're. You're a special friend. So that's. I'm not. I'm just going to try and keep the podcast rolling, uh, unlike what I'm doing right now. Kind of add in where uh, be the devil's advocate and stuff like that. So um, that's going to be my role now. And then the three, um, the, the, the three amigos, amigos. Gallery, the, 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 the three <laughs> yeah. amigos or amigets. Would it be amigets if they Musketeers. were? Musketeers. Well, no, you would be no. amigo. So whatever, I could be amiget. <laughs> it's 2019. Why can't it just be? Hmm? Why can't gender it just be neutral? neutral? Yeah. 2019. True. Call me daddy. If you want. So, or mommy. <laughs> uncle. I like uncle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're, I'm going to introduce. <laughs> I'm going to move on here. Introduce our 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 our, our gallery here. Um, our longest tenure 
here. Nikki, how are you doing today? I'm happy to be the longest. <laughs> that's what I always say, but hey, that's just a whole other story. Lisa, how are you doing? I'm doing well. And Johnny. I'm the shortest. The shortest. You are the thorn in between Everyone's two roses. Side. Yeah. Wow. You're actually, or you could be the meat in the sandwich. He nope. is. He's the pickle in the middle. <laughs> Viewers at home, you can't see my face, but I'm sure you can imagine my He's face. He's the Yidar Ha. We are going to start off with the uh, Johnny, if that's okay with you. We're going to start with down on the Lockport. Johnny. Whoa, pressure. Yes, it's all you. It's on you. And we're going to talk about the, what's it called again? Uh, the Summit Street Mansion. Well, it's not really a mansion anymore, but 325 Summit Street. If that person happens to listen, sorry to disclose your address there, but that's a place in Lockport that supposedly... Not supposedly. Well, yeah, supposedly. Supposedly it's haunted. And uh, it was raised in 1834, uh, so it's an old farmhouse. And it was used for many uh, different things besides the uh, farmhouse. It was supposedly a site of slave rebellion, which they can't confirm that because it was raised in 1834 and slavery was abolished before then, so that doesn't make much sense. But it was a stop on the underground underground railroad and they found different places inside the house that they can pretty much attest to this but the main reason that the story is uh that it's haunted is that it was host to a tramp hotel so no no not Uh, those kind of tramps okay don't get excited (laughs) don't get excited the tramp hotel so basically it was like a place where uh So they had the building, and then there was a couple different barns on the property, and it's a very big property. And one of the barns that was far away from the main building, a lot of hobos used to sleep in it at night, find a good place to sleep. It burned to the ground with a bunch of them in it, and I guess the fire was so intense that the remains that they found of people were just like charred chunks, which they then buried. Chunks? Chunks. Chunks. They didn't say chunks. That's my word. So (laughs) (laughs) it made it more gruesome. But so they buried these pieces in the cemetery that's also on the property, Old Summit Cemetery. So the property has a cemetery on it as well, like a small cemetery. It's a big ass property. Yeah, it's very big. So that's (laughs) where the story of like all these these hauntings come from. I'm sorry, I have to say it. I beat Lisa to it. Aw, Jim. No. Lisa's always the first one to say that's what she said, but I think I I just I I I I, okay, go on, John. I just no, I had to I hazelnut mean, one. So that's the uh, <laughs> that's the whole. Did you hear what you said? Huh? She she hazelnutted. I hazelnutted. Oh, <laughs> in honor. In honor. <laughs> Why is that what she used to say? Oh, Rest yeah. in pasta. Oh, Jim, no, no. Oh, Jim, no, Jim, oh. no, stop. <laughs> Is it her birthday? I don't know why it, why it's like a 1920s type of an accent either. that I have to do it in. She. And it's really mad now. Come outstairs and see me sometime. <laughs> I don't think she would say that. Well, I don't, no. Maybe she would. I have no idea. A scandalo. I'm sorry, John. Continue, Talk about please. your chunks. Yeah, chunks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's the gist of the story. There's been, you know, reports of your normal... Strange noises. People have claimed that they've seen other people walking across the property at night without any anybody really being there. They just 
everybody in the in the area that's ever gone to it says that they have like an eerie feeling when they go to it and it's just it just creeps people out but it's something that's local that you could check out and from what i understand this article that i was reading on it that we could probably post if we wanted to oh yeah um a gentleman has visited like a local historian has visited and uh the owner of it now is actually, from what I understand, fairly open to people talking to them about it. So mm. Mm. maybe we should go there. We should do some field trips. That's actually one of my questions is if you can actually visit it or do you have to schedule a time? Well, it's a private owner. It's, yeah. it's somebody's house now because it's been like remodeled and everything like that. But there are still you know pieces of the old house there. One of the things is inside the basement, there is a concrete slab from the Underground Railroad where they had raised it up. It doesn't have a passage underneath it because it's been filled in with like sand and rubble. And they're like, that's the only sand on the property. So obviously there was something there that they filled in. But that supposedly goes from there all the way out to the canal. And supposedly somewhere along the canal, there is brick laid over the passage where it comes out. Because it supposedly went from the basement all the way out to the canal. Because uh, the property's on the canal. So I'm tempted to like go to the canal and just kind of like troop around and see if I can find something. Do it. Bring a camera. All right. Pictures there didn't happen. And I'm talking about the canal thing, nothing burner else. Burner phone. Yeah, burner phone. Be the Loch Ness Monster <laughs> Hunter. <laughs> Throw some drugs around and take some crazy flip phone pictures. Okay. We do not endorse people taking drugs and recording canals with their flip phone. Yeah, if you see garbage floating in there, be like, hey, it's the Loch Ness in our, in our, in our lock. Yeah, the Lockport Loch Ness. <laughs> so was, did you have another question, Lisa? Um, have, I kind of just answered it. I asked if you had ever been there before. I was wondering if you've been there before. No, I myself have not. I'm just wondering because you said that the one place where the hobos burned up and they turned into chunks. Chunks. That was kind of far away from the house. Now, I'm wondering if, why couldn't they just let people go there? Or is there like nothing there anymore? Or is that completely gone? Or is that just a graveyard? That's gone. That was like a thousand feet away from the main building. There was like a couple different barns on it. I think one of the barns that's like right adjacent to the building is still there. But I don't, from what I've read about it, I didn't get too much of how the layout currently is outside of the house itself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Gotcha. Obviously, the barn that burned to the ground has gone, though. You know, that's what happens when stuff burns and makes chunks. Right. I was just wondering if it, they put the graveyard there or something, because that would really make it super creepy. Yeah, no, it's no, actually, the graveyard's not where the barn is. Oh, okay. The graveyard's, but it's on the property. Oh, okay. So it's like right part of it. Right. And then you kind of snuck in that you wanted to talk about pants questionable issues or things that happened at the Allegheny Forest. You were asking me about, you know, we, well, your own scary experiences. I was like, I never had like a scary experience. And then I thought about it and I was like, oh, yeah, what the frick? <laughs> the one time I was camping. Every time he takes his pants off, someone has a scary experience. <laughs> wow. I mean, how much yeah. time, how much time in the podcast? They're frightened by the size that's it. They're like, wow, um, that's so small. Your ego. <laughs> They're like, that's so small. The one time I was out in Allegheny camping uh, with a buddy of mine, Band and camp. we actually had our pants on. And <laughs> so we were kind of in the middle of nowhere, and this was down in the woods in Pennsylvania. We were, it had to be like one, two o'clock in the morning, and we're sitting around the campfire. And the next thing you know, we seen like a light moving through the woods. Now, we're in, like, the middle – when I mean the, say the middle of nowhere, I mean, like, the middle of nowhere. Nobody was hiking to where we were in the middle of the night. They just the, – the chances of that happening were, like, slimmed to none. Especially strange because a light 
if you're using a light to walk through the night at dark, it's a light that gives off light. So you're, you're trying to illuminate the area around you. And this didn't really give off any light. It was kind of just, it was extremely bright looking at it, but it, there was like no ambient light being given off by it. It only lasted like 10 seconds and it was like whitish type purple type hued light. And it didn't bounce back and forth yet. It was moving. So it's not like somebody was walking like or, with a lantern or something? Yeah, or you know what I mean? And then it was gone, and that was it. And it, me and him were both creeped out as hell by it, and we actually were, like, screaming, hello, hello, hello. We had our guns with us, and we are like, shooting our guns off into the air, like, you know, some crazy people or something like that. But it made my hair stand at the time. And So did you hear anyone say, get off my lawn? No, nobody, <laughs> nobody said anything. Nobody replied. No, but nothing was there. We were shining lights at over in the area because it, got, it was fairly close. Was probably only like at most a hundred yards away. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Aliens. I, I have it a could new... have been an alien. <laughs> alien. <laughs> no, I have a new soundboard now. He's very eager to try it out. Do it in your twenties accent. Get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> That's not really. <laughs> but I guess that'll work. <laughs> All right, Nikki and Lisa, do you want to do scissors, rocks, and papers? For... You, did you ask us if we want a scissor? <laughs> yeah, that's all I heard. Wow. That was... <laughs> I'm not saying no. Um, wow. <laughs> this is the best podcast I've ever. <laughs> <laughs> we are never going to get advertising no. ever. We're just going to cut that one out. Oh, oh. see? See? Snip, see what she did there? Um, well, we could get advertising. For like scissors. I don't know school school <laughs> Friskers picks us up. <laughs> Where you and your girlfriend can scissor. They're like, wait, what does that mean? Joanne Fabrics. <laughs> I have to advertise. What does that mean? Why are people like coming in naked and no one's coming in naked. All right. No one. No one. So who wants to go next? I will, because you have a personal story. Mine isn't okay. personal to me. Okay, so Nikki's gonna talk about uh, kind of People weighing in on local legends. Yeah, so I questioned people in Buffalo if they had any sort of spooky Halloween-type experiences here, and we got a couple of good answers. My pants were on for all of these. That's out. No, that's not. No, you're not even wearing pants. I'm wearing tights. Well, that's not really pants. Those are hose. What did you just call me? That's, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're more than one. You're, you're, you're more than a hoe. You're a hose. I'm a hose. If you're in, like, South Buffalo, it's hose. <laughs> okay, so the first one That's isn't racist. really lore, but it is, like, a little weird part of Buffalo history. Um, someone said that 300 American soldiers froze to death in a camp during the War of 1812, and their bodies were relocated to a meadow, which today sits in the Delaware Golf Course, the burial site is marked by a boulder and two willow trees near hole number four, which I know exactly where this is because I used to hang out on the golf course all the time and I've sat on that boulder and I didn't know that's what it was. They also discovered a mass grave near UB South and there are remains from hundreds of individuals believed to have come from a Buffalo poorhouse. So and they would die and they just dump them there? Yeah, I guess so. Ugh. And then... Kind of with the same theme, City Honors is supposedly built on an old cemetery as well. And when they built their new addition, they kept finding bodies that hadn't been moved when the original and second version of the building were built. That's a little creepy if you're yeah. uh, going to school on top of 
I have an excuse a for bad grades. Burial ground. I know. I couldn't do it. There was a or, ghost bothering me. Or that would be a great place to try and get some ghost sex. Ghost sex. Because we, we've had like three or four stories on that. Still haven't got it yet. Yeah, spectrophilia. Time is irrelevant. So, <laughs> supposedly, there's also a legend about, I've never heard this before, old man chestnut or Chester. <laughs> you need to say that 1920s accent. <laughs> old man, old chestnut. man chestnut. <laughs> <laughs> this person said that their school took them up to a trip on Chestnut Ridge. Their daycare took them to, which, why are they taking a daycare to Chestnut Ridge? <laughs> when they were like seven and told them about a homicidal hermit who lived in the woods there. Wait, and wait, the, this, they're talking about that to these kids? Yes. From, like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that if anyone got too close to his shack, he would come out and kill them. <laughs> oh, that's one way to keep kids in line. Yeah, I yeah, think the that's... spooky part of that is like our child care system in Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the story. It's the fact that they took him there and told him that story. Another one is um, about the Niagara Gorge and Devil's Hole here because... Hole. (laughs) Sounds like my ex. Damn, no. Damn. (laughs) She had the Devil's Hole. Anyways, go on. We're never going to get sponsored. (laughs) Literally, this podcast took a turn and then drove off a cliff. We can get sponsored by like Massengill or something, right? Pornhub. We get sponsored by Pornhub. Oh, that's a great idea. (laughs) Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Thank you very much for that. I think uh, we have. I'll contact them tonight. See what they say. Don't. Well, at least since they can't see you guys, we might have a shot. Oh, yes, Nikki. Yes. Well, obviously, you haven't been on Pornhub lately because there's some nasty shit on there. So, we'd probably be an upgrade, right, Johnny? We're wholesome. Wholesome. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I was on that shit this morning. Ew. Uh, oh, guy. I was to a Russian Bell Delphine. But go on. The Gorge. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently when we had Native American tribes living here before we <clears throat> drove them all out. Agreed. They lived near Niagara Falls and had a lot of legends and stories about the falls being dangerous and cursed. And they said that the god of thunderstorms lived in a cave behind the falls, and then there was a made-of-the-mist type of goddess who sacrificed herself by going over the falls in a canoe. And then at the other end of the gorge is Devil's Hole, and the Senecas believe that the Devil's Hole is a cave that's a portal to the underworld, which is kind of like a yin and yang, like it's the parallel of... The falls feeding life into the region, and then the devil's hole is like the cave down to the underworld. So the falls are like the god, and then the devil's hole is the hell, devil's heaven and hell. Hole. Heaven yeah. and hell. I've been to that cave. Have you? Yes, I absolutely have. A lot have. of people do go to devil's hole. I absolutely have. It's like a big tourist destination here. So I wonder if I've we can see any spooky things that happen. A lot of times. Talking about. I'm sorry. I've been the devil's <laughs> hole, and all I got is a scream that I got to put on my balls to, oh to my show for God. it. So go on. <laughs> now we're going to be sponsored by like a tennis ball company. <laughs> <laughs> or sweaty balls. Sweaty balls. Yes. <laughs> and then the last one is kind of creepy. So Father Baker. If you're from Buffalo, 
You know him. You know him. If you misbehaved as a kid, you would be sent to Father Baker's. Which is, yeah, the, like the big threat is like you've been like scared straight by Father Baker. Because he ran an orphanage and apparently was really terrible to the kids there. Yeah. And I remember when I was younger, he was seen as being like very progressive and great. Yes. And like very nice to the children. But then it's been coming out that especially like in the earlier years um, that it wasn't. And it was a very abusive situation for a lot of children. And um, that he wasn't so progressive and wonderful. <laughs> I wonder how many... A priest abusing kids. Who would have thought? <laughs> no. He is up for, what is it called, canonization, which is when you are eligible for sainthood. And you have to perform, like, three miracles in your lifetime. And so where this gets a little creepy is that when his body was being examined in the late 80s, early 90s, they found high levels of arsenic and formaldehyde deep in his body tissue. And the researchers concluded that either way, he was either knowingly ingesting these chemicals prior to his death so that, like, the preservation of his corpse and how well it was maintained could be seen as a miracle and is for, like, a lot of saints is one of their miracles, like how pristine their body condition is for however long after they died. Yeah, add it to your bran so, muffin, you know. Yeah, a little arsenic here A little orange here and juice there. and bran muffin, arsenic, and, you know. Formaldehyde in your toothpaste. Yeah. So they think that he was either ingesting it slowly to kind of trick his way into sainthood, or his caretakers were feeding it to him and he didn't know and that could have killed him. I think... I, I, I'm voting the latter. I don't know. It seems like such a shysty move. If I knew I was being considered for sainthood before I even died to kind of like tip the scale a little bit, that's kind of weird. And then that kind of runs the undercurrent of like, well, I wonder what he did do like at his orphanage if that's like the type of person he's going that to he that really extreme? is. Mm-hmm. What what did he do? I don't even want to know what he did at his orphanage. Yeah, it, his specifically, the preservation of his body was considered one of his three miracles. Do you know what the other two are? Or does has he had two? Or can he still perform them now that he's croaked? Well, they have to find out different ones, but there can be other things. So, like, some of the saints that have been canonized, when they are the ones that, like, weep blood or are seen like weeping after their death that's considered a miracle even though they've died even though you're dead you could still have one of your miracles happen after your death or i guess it could be if it happens if something happens to someone else when they're around the corpse i think that could be considered a miracle as well right and uh, we'll probably kind of piece them together maybe and and put it on the uh maybe even have its own its own post on on www.midnighthollow.com and maybe we'll start a Reddit thread for our Midnight Hollow. So if you want to see these or suggest either something local or something that you want to see as an episode, you can take it into consideration and get some stuff out there. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Lisa, you're awful quiet back there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's texting people. And Okay, so what is... Uh, now, your story is about uh, someone who witnessed events leading up to a murder that possibly have changed history. Yes. That sounds very dramatic. <laughs> I and, wanted to make it as dramatic as and possible. And who, who is your source for this? 
<laughs> he didn't actually wish for his real name to be revealed, so we're going to call him Jerome. Jerome, okay. <laughs> this actually happens in the late 90s, 1990. Actually, can give you the date, 1998 it happens. Um, my I friends. Was eight years old. Were you really? Yeah. In 1990. I was already collecting Social Security. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> so he was in his 20s, and he his friend who was a gay man invited him out to a bar, a gay bar, and back in Boston. Uh-oh. And I think I know where this is going. Go on. The devil's <laughs> hole. <laughs> well, yeah, that's probably it, too. <laughs> he was at this bar ordering a drink, and um, his friend was off mingling, and he happened to be sitting next to this really skeevy, creepy guy who basically went on this really long rant about how he hated women and how all of the women in his life had been so terrible to him. And uh, my friend just got It wasn't this... me, was it? Okay, go on. No. <laughs> my friend just got this really weird vibe from this guy, so he kind of politely excused himself and um, went on his way. And towards the end of the night, um, when everyone was getting ready to leave, there was this transgender woman who was looking for a ride home. And she happened to ask around. A couple of people said no, but this one creepy guy that he had been talking to, this woman hater, volunteered to take her back to her place. <laughs> I like where the story's going. Fast forward. <laughs> About six, seven years later, my friend's sitting at home watching one of those crime shows on A&E where they're investigating, like, missing people or um, murders that had happened. And this woman's face popped up. Um, She was murdered November 28th, 1998, in her apartment, and her name was Rita Hester this transgender woman, and he is 99% sure that he knows who the murderer was, this really creepy guy. Because who, if you hated women that much, who would you hate more than a, a born woman. woman, but someone trying to become a woman or becoming a woman. <laughs> in the story that that's he was watching so on A and E or whatever, did it kind of allude to the fact that that's what happened? She was taken home by some skeevy dude, or no? It didn't allude at all. He actually called the number and gave his report, but it was so much time had passed since the night of the incident that he could barely remember what the guy looked like at mm-hmm. the time. Yes, and Rita Hester's death actually roused a national discussion on hate crimes against gay people. And her murder and lack of media attention to her death drove a candlelight vigil to begin in San Francisco next year. And it also fueled the creation of a web project entitled Remembering Our Dead, which tells the story of transgender people from around the globe who've been murdered out of prejudice and hate. So her death spurred a lot of national talk about how unfairly transgender people have not only been treated but how they've been murdered and killed and covered up in the press covered up exactly that's crazy right (laughs) (laughs) good story thank you and thank you jerome thank you jerome Jerome knows who he is he does jerome knows who he is he's proud of himself all right so to wrap up this uh, story session i got two questions for everyone and <laughs> oh, be... we don't know these either. Nope. Who wants to volunteer to be the first? I'll throw myself to the wolves. All right. So Johnny, I need a qu- real quick answer. Oh boy. If you were a ghost, 
how would you have died? Uh, in the middle of an orgasm. Wow. <laughs> Lisa? Not in the middle of an orgasm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, you want me to answer yes, for real? Yes. Okay. These are um, rapid fire. Rapid fire. God. Car accident. Car accident. Nikki? <laughs> Probably running my mouth to the wrong person. Oh, okay. <laughs> so here's the second question. Mm-hmm. So you're a ghost. You've died. But where would you haunt? Where would be your haunting ground? Marcello's. <laughs> <laughs> Now sponsored. No. <laughs> Lisa? Um, Johnny. At Johnny's house. <laughs> I just I just m- move all your stuff around and yeah, just a little freak bit. you out <laughs> two inches to the left yes. every single day. I actually did that to my friend when I was cat sitting. I just rearranged all of her stuff oh, just slightly. Did she notice? <laughs> she didn't tell me. That she noticed. I don't think so. And oddly enough, she's never been asked to catch it again. Yeah. <laughs> and Johnny, where would you haunt? Uh, I would go one through one, uh, one by one through former employers that I didn't like. Give them hell. Well, that's actually a good idea. Haunt their ass. But I was listening to some of our older podcasts and like the one about the, the ghost sex or the spectrophilia, whatever heck it's called. They can't leave the building where they died. So the woman that was having sex with the ghost, she couldn't have sex outside the right so so i wouldn't be but able she to didn't leave where know. i died you would have to have, have to haunt where i died yeah essentially no, right. so like the back seat of a car <laughs> yeah okay we won't we you won't go piece into that, that together yeah, yeah, exactly. okay. I, said in the first I was like answer. oh yeah what, 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 what no okay that was quick thinking <laughs> all right so we're, we're gonna head into the uh stories uh just quickly briefly go over them uh the first one is, and we can thank Lisa for this, and you can thank Lisa for thanks, Lisa. the visual hey. on this one. Thanks, um, Lisa. Again, these stories aren't necessarily <laughs> supernatural, but they're just strange and weird. And So the Iowa's family basement flooded with animal blood from neighboring meat locker. Now there's... Meat locker. <laughs> there's what I call my friends. <laughs> meat locker. That's what they call Johnny. <laughs> I figure that's where Johnny would haunt. Whoa. <laughs> Johnny would haunt the meat, meat locker. locker. <laughs> that sounds like a really funny haunted house to create. <laughs> so if if you want to throw up a little bit, um, or you know, you can watch it. We'll have the uh, link on there. Are chunks in the podcast? Yes, are chunks. They, <laughs> I don't know if they're chunks. Chunks. Yeah, that's gonna be the name of the episode. Chunks. <laughs> Ew. Um, then, of course, we have to have a Florida article. So, Florida man allegedly gave alligator beer enticed reptile to bite him. That was going to be our main story, but I actually found a better one, uh, a fantastic story that we're going to get to. But, again, the Florida man one will be uh, in the description or the uh, contents of the podcast. Uh, now, our, our grand finale, our number one story for the, this podcast is makes me want to actually do this myself Man speaks from beyond the grave at his own funeral in Ireland. Now you think, ooh, spooky, and that's the reason why I originally clicked it. Um, Shea Bradley got the last laugh at his own send-off by giving mourners a shock with a hilarious pre-recorded message. He put (laughs) a speaker in his coffin, so when it was dropping, hey, let me out, and the the looks on their face, it's recorded, too, and you got to see it again on www.midnighthollow.com. It's only like 30 seconds long, so it's really worth the... It's really worth the the view. Um, I'm sure you tell that to all the women. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus, you are just beating us up today. It's been six months. I got to get back to it. Mourners who attended the funeral of the man in Ireland were left in shock when they heard his voice from beyond the grave. 
Let me out. It's dark in here, cried Shay Bradley from his coffin as it was being lowered into the ground. In... Can you do that with an Irish accent, though, so it'll be authentic? I'm terrible at accents. Oi, let me out. It's f***ing dark in here. Nope. What the hell is that? <laughs> I'm terrible. Then. Oi. 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 Are you like some weird-ass pirate? Well, I, if anyone knows me, that's that's actually my Australian accent. Oi. Oi. Give me some Tim Time toy. Lord in the ground and kill him kill on 12th of October. Yeah, Again, anyone who's ever listened, I can't pronounce anything. Kilimanjaro. <laughs> Kilimanjaro. That too. Uh, <laughs> um, and actually, there's a picture where everyone's just laughing their ass off. So uh, that's how kind of how I want to go. So, In the pre-recorded message, the voice continued. Where the am I? Where the freak am I? Is that a pre-second here? This is Shay. I'm in the box. He then sang, hello again. Hello, hello. I just called to say goodbye. That's kind of sad. Oh, boy. Ensuring he got the last laugh on his own send-off, the 60-year-old Irish Defense Force veteran had his family and friends in fits of giggle rather than tears. Mr. Bradley's daughter, Andrea Bradley, said he had been sick for three years before he died on 8th of October and had planned his prank over the last year. Um, She told Sky News he was always full of life and he was a big stature, but even bigger in personality. So it goes on to kind of talk about his life, and uh, he was just kind of a, a big goofball. So this was not, like, necessarily a big surprise to anyone. Who did that for him if the family didn't know and didn't arrange it? I think his daughter did yeah. it with him. Yeah, his daughter. Set it up to happen? Yeah, at the end yeah. of the, like, kind of placed it in there when they closed the coffin. And then when they lay, lay, lowered it down, she had a, a remote and hit it. All right, so... Yeah, we, we're back, and we plan on doing what every three weeks. It's probably good, right? Every three weeks. Oi. <laughs> oi. Oi, every three weeks, oi. Bring your Tim Tams. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. Can you say deck in an Australian accent? Dick? <laughs> That's the only word you can say with an Australian accent. Tim Tams. I can say Tim Tams. And, well, see, I just said it in Australian. It was a Tim Tams. Oh, they're oh, delicious wafery little chocolate nougat thing. That's amazing little things from Australia that are addictive. They're things. I drooled. Hello. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. That recording is going to be so <laughs> You've got to have that. <laughs> I drooled a little. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Um, yeah, we, we're, we're back, and uh, we no longer have our old swallow uh, uh, saying. I'm not. Um, if you want to know what it is, you'll have to listen to an entire previous episode to get to it. I'm but sorry. Or, yeah. you, can do it anyway. or you can fast yeah. forward, like, right to the end. Of the, it. No, don't do that. <laughs> I don't want to get yelled at, but I'm still going to do it. Nikki, uh, do you have anything to add to this podcast? Because the last few times I asked her that, she's like, I think I contributed enough to this <laughs> podcast. Have a happy Halloween. Oh, yes. This is our uh, do, this is our Halloween episode. <laughs> so, yes, everyone have a happy Halloween. Oh. I'm so Jim. glad it's, it's, it's very – hey, oh I waited to 40-some minutes. That's never happened to me, but 40-some minutes, that's – anyways. <laughs> no, Lisa, it's before like one I, for every year of your age. Yes, um, <laughs> it's one for every dollar bill on my Social Security check. Uh, no, um, Lisa, do you have anything to add to this podcast? Nope. Anyone sweating in here? Is it just me? 
No, I yeah, I'm sweating. I got ball sweat. Okay. Um, oh my God. I didn't go that far. How with it. are we going to get sponsored, guys? I'm not well, there. we can get sponsored by sweaty there's, balls. There's, there's <laughs> We're a, not going to get sponsored from this episode. <laughs> there's this men's underwear that like helps you with your sweaty balls, so we can. And that's for real. I forgot the name of it. I think it's called Bear Hug or something like yeah, that. Yeah, is that the loose? It's just for bears. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, but it's. Which we are. I've seen it too, advertised so. on one of my favorite podcasts or on my favorite uh, YouTube channel. But Johnny, anything to add to this Halloweeny episode? Check your candy, kids. Yes, make sure there's no roofies in it. Make sure you don't get anything from Bill Cosby. No one's going to spend their drugs on children. They don't like them that much. <laughs> That's what I used to tell my parents all the time. Same. To thing. give them free drugs. Yeah, they used to always, you know. You're going to cut this out anyways. But I'd be smoking pot, and my mom would find my pot, and she's like, where are you getting that from? What if that's laced with something? I'm like, no one's going to give me I free PCP. Like, <laughs> are you kidding me? No one's going to, like, you ain't getting that stuff for free. Unless it's Bill Cosby. And he likes you. Yeah, and you get a pound cake from him. Anyways, okay, uh, we're slowly sliding down the. the you see, you see that drop. It's our advertisers yeah, exactly. just jumping. You guys off are the cliff. ones. That you're like, guys, you have to be good, and you guys are the ones. You're doing it to yourself. You've literally you mentioned yourself. your. I, I do it to myself like every times. morning. It doesn't really matter. Oh my God. Anybody's relaxes me. I didn't say anybody's got to be good. No, no, no. Well, Don't finish that sentence. That's well, thank you for thank no. you thank you thank you for that's listening to Midnight Hollows podcast. <laughs> Midnight Hollows podcast, episode five of season two, and I hope to uh, you listen to our next one as well, which will not be the Halloween episode. Midnight Hollow, where you can get your strange on. No, that's that's what it was, wasn't it? Get, no, no it's just where you can get your some strange. Oh, you can get some strange. <laughs> Midnight oh. Hollow, where you can get no. some strange. It's getting some strange. Where you can get some strange. <laughs> Midnight Hollow, stranger getting stranger some things? strange. Getting some strange, yeah. I just feel like it's there's no action to it. It's like I feel like it ends prematurely. <laughs> well, then it's pretty fitting. <laughs> uh, what was that fitting? Uh? <laughs> All right. Well, we'll we'll work it out. We'll iron it out. We'll we'll we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> We're getting our shit together, guys. Slowly but surely. All right, bye bye. But surely. Right. Damn. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh.